Welcome to the Intersection Podcast at Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business. My name is Jasmine Howard. I'm a first year MBA candidate here and your host for the Intersection. Today we're going to focus on uh, why Poets and Quants has identified our school as a business school to watch. Uh, we're very excited that we've been highlighted and we wanted to hear directly from some of our staff and students um, why they believe we are truly a business school to watch. Let's go around the table and see who we have here. Hi, uh, my name is Parv Agarwal. I'm also a first year MBA candidate at Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business. And Parv, what are you focusing on here at Scheller? So I am focusing in uh, the immersive track of technology commercialization, also called as the Tiger program. Awesome, so, yeah. We'll get back to Tiger in just a bit. It's definitely one of those reasons why we have something special to offer. Hi, I'm Katie Lloyd, and I have a dual role right now. I lead our full-time and evening admissions teams, as well as our full-time and evening program teams. So kind of heading those those in, as an interim basis right now, but possibly on a permanent basis going forward. Awesome. Great, and save the best for last. No, just kidding. <laughs> Lauren Porter, I am a career advisor and corporate relations manager. I've been with the Jones MBA Career Center since 2017, and I'm excited to talk a little bit more about how that's been contributing to uh, this great awareness um, around Georgia Tech as well as a, a school to watch. Awesome. Well, thank you all for being here. Um, I can genuinely say that these are some of my favorite people in the world sitting at this table. Um, and I can say that, I think, because of the community we have here at Scheller. And I think that's one of the things that makes it so special to me. I'd love to hear from all of you. What do you think, you know, overall, what are those elements that make this such a special place? We'll start again with Parv. So I chose Georgia Tech specifically because of, I think, three reasons. Uh, my primary reason was... <clears throat> So I was uh, previously a data scientist when I was back in India, and I wanted to go to a, a school where I can actually leverage that experience, and um, you know the school can also provide me the technology focus. So my primary reason was the technology focus of Georgia Tech. So you can actually see the tech presence of Georgia Tech, not even just in the curriculum, but also in the immersive tracks and even in the practicum courses. So if I talk about the Tiger program, so it's a combination of a PhD student, three MBAs, and two JD students from Emory. And together we are working to commercialize the PhD research into something which can actually, you know, which, which we can actually sell to investors and get, uh, create a startup for that PhD student. Awesome. And the second reason was uh, the small cohort, because I believe MBA is not something you, you, you can just like come, get an internship, get a job and just get away with that. You are here with a bunch of students and they will, you will have some like lifelong friendships with those guys. So it's an essential part to be in a small cohort of, we have a small cohort of 80, 86 students. And I personally have interacted with each one of them, interacted personally both at campus and like even at Cyprus. Yeah, which is our, our local haunt, or yeah. even, you know, on the Chattahoochee River where yes. Parv and I floated down back in the fall, so. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Great. What was your third thing you think makes uh, this really yes. special? The third thing, the third thing is absolutely the career services team here. Thanks to Lauren. Uh, so I, I have uh, a lot of students, a lot of my friends in different business schools, and I've interacted with each and of each one of them. And it's just said that the career services team of Scheller is the best, but I know why it's the best. Because the, the career services team take their industry experience, they mentor us, they guide us, and they actually help us become, you know, the best version of ourselves in, in front of the client, uh, in front of the, the companies that are coming to recruit us. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, 
and to to speak more to that, I'll, I'll flip over to Lauren. Um, as Parva was saying, we do have, according to Financial Times, the number one full-time MBA career services department in the world, which is quite a thing to walk into. Can you tell us, um, from your perspective in that office, what makes this a special place? Sure. So um, I think one of the things that it starts with is just the team that is there um, that we've developed. Um, the camaraderie and I think the um, way that we collaborate together to provide support to all of our students is something that is really unique. Um, and then just the, the way that we give that dedicated, personalized attention to each student. So um, to give a little context into how that's different than a lot of programs, um, when we are getting our new class, incoming class of students, we actually look through and each person is assigned um, a dedicated career coach. So you have somebody that you're developing rapport with over the span of a two-year time frame that doesn't just get to know you, um, you know, kind of through a few interactions, but really helps to be able to um, know you personally, understand your career goals, and then help kind of partner alongside you to help you with achieving um, the the pivot or the launch into this new career that you are um, coming back and spending a lot of money, honestly, right, <laughs> <laughs> to go back to school for. Um, I think the second part of um, what is really unique about our um, Career Services Center is that we have a dual role. So a lot of times um, the programs will be uh, divvied up between the career advising and then the corporate relations component. Mm -hmm. And our team um, each has companies that we're working with in addition to students. And um, I think the, the focus that has been placed on um, making sure that we're listening to the needs of the students and the direction of where they are trying to go in terms of the t types of companies that they're targeting, the tech focus that we have um, as a larger group of Sheller um, to really make sure that in any company that we're in, whether it is an actual tech company like a Facebook or an Amazon, or even maybe um, what you would consider a more traditional company, whether it's a CPG, whether it's the Home Depot or Delta, but the way that they're utilizing technology mm -hmm. too, that we're able to build those relationships and then really effectively communicate that unique skill set that our students are bringing um, because of that kind of focus between business and technology um, that we have here um, at the school. Yeah, I know I've been a, a recipient of that kind of, you know, pivoting and, and structuring for the career path, so we all appreciate it from that end. Um, Katie, going to you yeah. from kind of an administration, uh, more strategic, you know, view of the school overall and with your dual roles right now, what do you think makes this such a unique place and something, something to keep an eye on? Well, I also think the career services team, <laughs> and I, I do want to say because as a partner with that team, um, we feel very lucky, and I do think that they're unique within our industry for a couple of reasons. Um, the process and the people. So the process, it starts early, it's well-defined, it works, um, it's been honed over many, many years. We have great results. This past year, 97% of students placed three months after graduation. Um, then getting to the people, the people within this team are amazing. And I just think they care so much. And I don't think they look at it as much as this is a job I've got to do every day, but this is 
this is my life and I'm helping people and I'm really making a difference in their future and their happiness. And I just love how our coaches interact with the students. And I just think that that's to your point of why you chose to come here. I think that that is why many students do choose to come here is because of their career services. And um, so the process and the people within that team. So we feel very lucky to be able to partner with them. Thanks, Katie. Katie. Yeah. yeah, it's what is that phrase that it's um, when you love what you do, then um, no day feels like work or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I think certainly career services is a reason that I think um, we stand out in the experience that we provide our students. I think some other areas are physical location mm-hmm. where we Definitely. are in Atlanta in Tech Square, I think we have a lot of opportunities to really provide a lot of value to our students. Um, Also at our philosophical intersection of business and technology, I think that um, while we definitely talk about you don't have to have a business background when you come into the program or a technology background when you come Mm -hmm. into the program, we'll provide you with all of those fundamentals. About roughly 30% of our students did either make that transition or move into technology. So we do provide our students with access and ability to move to move fluidly into that space so I think that that's another distinction Um, and then a lot of schools talk about experiential learning and I think we do that really really well and so many of our students will take three to six practicum courses while they're here there's project-based courses outside of the practicum courses Um, I think that those hands-on experiences really enable the students to talk about um, projects and industries that they haven't had a lot of exposure prior to the MBA program, but will allow them to talk about that in the internship to help them be successful, or excuse me, in the interview for the internship that will allow them to be successful in gaining that internship opportunity as well as a full-time experience. So I think what we do here, it's it's pretty holistic and um, our students are you know being able to, to transition pretty well because of those things. I completely agree with that. And Going back, I think Parv was talking about the class size, Mm -hmm. and um, I want to hit on that a little bit more, too, because I think that because we have really the competitiveness of this program to bring in um, a select group of students, they also have a lot of influence in terms of how the direction of the program happens, and um, I think that has as much to do with maybe why we're making waves, because Um, of that constant innovation of the program. Um, I was talking with some of my counterparts earlier today and we were talking about how even just the tech track, how that came into being was because we had the students coming in and saying like, look, this is where things are going. And we were like, okay, let's meet that need. And so now we have a program where we take students to the West Coast to um, interact with both companies and alumni that are there. Um, Or thinking about the immersive tracks. Mm -hmm. Um, From what I understand, that was actually an effort out of everybody wanting to be like Parv and be in the Tiger program, right? (laughs) They're like, this is the best thing ever. Um, But everybody can't be in that program because it's selective. They only have so many um, people that they can bring together from the PhD and the Emory um, law students. And so they said, okay, well, how do we meet this need with helping to, um, you know, give this type of experience where they can have the the immersion um, that they're looking for for their particular focus and then immersive tracks came out of that. So Mm -hmm. I think the way that we really collaborate across all groups, whether it's your group, Katie, or the students and everything like that is something that has helped to propel us forward and kind of keep us on the front edge. 
Yeah, another thing we're just about to do is we're about to have our focus groups, our annual focus groups mm -hmm. for our first year and second year students in the full-time program. And um, so myself and several other colleagues will be participating and asking the students about what's working for them, what's not working, what um, what innovations would they like to see. And so these, these focus groups really generate a lot of ideas and we'll test some things that we have in mind um, for, for changes for next year, but also we're really open to the feedback that we'll receive and you know be planning things um, out next year to, to be responsive to those, those, those suggestions. Yeah, I think that's one of the key reasons. I remember um, speaking with one of the ambassador students um, prior to being admitted, I, I think it's even over the summer, so way out front um, when I was exploring what programs I might be interested in. And what she said to me that was, you know, something you don't see on the website that really struck me was, um, I love that I'm able to have that kind of impact as a student on the experience that I have immediately. Um, so shout out to Ashwini, <laughs> who was a, a 2018 graduate, I believe, um, is doing right, well at Intel, at Intel yes. on the West Coast. So uh, she said that to me, and that was really, I thought, a, a powerful way to come into a program and ensure that you're going to be successful because you are engaged and you, you know, you as students, we're also accountable for the type of experience we're going to help have and help develop as well. So I want to go to Parv to talk more about practicums, because speaking of things you can and can't find on on the website or view book. You know, we talk about these practicums a lot, but what is that in reality? And Parv and I happen to be in the same international practicum yeah. right now. Um, so if you could tell us about what that class is about, kind of the client-facing work, um, and specifically your project, what kind of business problem are you tackling? So I think it's a really interesting kind of a problem that we are facing right now with our client. So uh, we are working with an international client who is based out of Israel. So they are actually trying to develop, you know, uh, high-definition mapping solutions for the autonomous vehicles. And so they are trying to develop some kind of thing, some kind of software which can actually help the companies like Tesla mm -hmm. or like Waymo, the, uh, the Google's, um, you know, subsidiary, which uh, that can actually help them understand what's the nature of the roads that, that the autonomous vehicle would be going on uh, in order to, you know, if there is a speed bump, if there is a pothole and that kind of thing. So they are trying to expand their market into the United States, and me and my team are working with them to, you know, develop a go-to-market strategy in order to uh, come up with some collaborators or partners so that they can expand into the United States. That's awesome. It's very similar. Um, we are both in the Israel practicum, um, and I'm working with another company based there that has expanded to the UK. It's just opened an office in Miami. Um, it's for wearable technology for athletes. So the kind of analytics and the tracking capabilities that you can have um, on a soccer player's foot. Wow. So <laughs> we're working on that, um, the go-to-market strategy for that as well. Um, but overall, what that, that practicum class um, sets us up with is that client for the duration of the semester. And yeah. then what's unique to the international practicum is that we'll get to go there in the spring break. Yes. Um, so that's always the, the fun, exciting thing, and we're all looking forward to our activities. Was there... Um, what are you, of what we've heard we're going to do so far, what are you excited about about that trip? So I think the best part is uh, there is a f there's a festival in Israel. I don't <laughs> I don't remember it's I think called oh, it's Purim. Purim. Yep. Yeah, Purim. So it's like uh, people just go on the uh, go on the roads, they dance and they wear different costumes and they drink till like in the till in the, like 3 a.m. 4 a.m. <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> and that goes on for like complete week. And the best part is we are in that week in Israel. 
I'm not sure whether uh, we would allow us to, you know, go out. I don't know. <laughs> outside but the yeah, it sounds like we're having PM. spring break. Yes. Regardless <laughs> of where we are in the world. I was wondering if they were actually doing work on this trip. We <laughs> do. No, no, no. So we do. Um, we are accountable for a midpoint presentation to our client. Um, and I know how my team has structured that is that it's kind of that research discovery phase mm-hmm. um, up front so that we can then inform what the implementation plan will be for the back half of the semester. And I'm sure you guys are doing similarly. Um, beyond the international practicum, Katie, can you tell us about some of the other areas where practicum courses are offered? Um, sure. So we have about 10 courses that are offered each semester, um, about a total of 14. So starts out, the first one that you can take is the in the strategy class, mm-hmm. um, or I guess in the international practicum too, because those are both offered in the spring. So as a first year student, you could take those too. Um, Many students, I think there's supply chain, there's uh, Lean Six Sigma, the most popular ones I think are Lean Six Sigma, Tiger, and the, the innovation, or the immersive tracks associated with, with Tiger. Um, let's see, what other, we have Pro Bono Consulting, mm-hmm. that's another that's a popular, one. popular one with the students. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones that are no, we just an IT practicum. Yeah, yep. There's the IT practicum. Mm-hmm. And analytics, maybe. Business analytics, analytics, sustainability. Mm-hmm. So pretty much in every area that we have here at Scheller, there's there's a practicum that you can participate, and then some, then some that are specialty as yeah. well, like pro bono consulting. Yeah, I think that was another differentiator. I know in my search of checking and seeing what programs offered, was it a singular client-facing experience, a singular kind of consulting mm-hmm. project? Um, and it, here at Scheller, that you have the opportunity to pursue multiple right. and that goes for a full-time and evening um, it's not just limited to the full-time program that's right and again mo- more more full-time students are, are taking advantage of that again three to six per student usually but but our evening students do take do take those classes as well yeah so Lauren back to your point about exploring kind of student interests mm-hmm. um, beyond I think there's the West Coast focus where a lot of people are excited I know part of you went on tech track yep. right yeah um, I think one thing that I've seen is the emergence of product management yes. as kind of maybe a new-ish role or at least a new attraction for MBA students. Um, can you tell us about some of the things the Career Center is doing to help us prepare in that area? Sure. So I would say that product management has actually probably been emerging for the last few years, mm-hmm. um, and you can probably see that also in the kinds of companies that we have now doing on-campus recruiting with us. Um, so we have companies like Amazon that are coming onto campus for product management, um, but even more traditional companies like Home Depot um, that come as well. And so some of the things that we've been doing to prepare our students comes through the resources that we provide for them as well throughout the semester. Um, in fact, just a couple weeks ago, we had uh, Lewis Lynn, who is, um, I would say, a subject matter expert mm-hmm. who's written a few books on product management actually come and work with our students around how they need to be able to prepare adequately um, to be successful in both the interview, um, whether it's behavioral or also the case component um, of product management. But then it's also about helping students to understand the difference between the type of product management roles as well. Um, Because I think people automatically assume that product management is going to be very technical, um, which in some cases it is, right? But then there's also 
this balance of, well, it's kind of like brand management, but just Mm -hmm. outside of CPG, we're actually (laughs) working on a product. And so helping our students to understand that as well and the the key factors that they need to consider when they're looking into that kind of career are the types of things that we help them with. And this really starts as early as the summer before they actually arrive on campus as first-year students. So um, during the summer, We have um, a set of resources that we provide online to our students on the Admitted Students website in anticipation of them arriving that give them some of that information as well. Like I think a couple of Lewis Mm -hmm. Lewis books are actually out there and one's required reading. Um, But then also when they arrive on campus, we have an orientation um, in conjunction with um, members of Katie's team uh, for academic programs where we take them through kind of some of the foundational career um, concepts that they're gonna need to be successful in their job search. And certain pieces of that um, do call out to the kinds of career options that are available, including kind of that product Mm -hmm. management track. So there's a few different ways that we try and approach that. Um, But then also, when you look at the individual um, corporate relations managers that are working with those companies, they can also speak very specifically to the types of product management roles that are happening at those companies. So I think that's something that's kind of unique is um, kind of having that inside expertise too for that, um, as well as feedback uh, from students who have gone through the process before that can help with preparation for the interview. Yeah, I think that's been, um, we're in our, Inter- high interview season yes. right now as first years, <laughs> so that that feedback from previous students and and just honestly motivation in the hallway and high fives to each other I think helps a lot. Definitely, um, yeah. So kind of closing out and talking to one of the things I think Katie mentioned about the fact that we are in Midtown Atlanta, we're mm-hmm. in Tech Square. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from Parv because how much knowledge do you have of Atlanta before you came here, and kind of how has it been? Um, what do you think the benefits of of living in this city are for an MBA student? So I had almost zero experience (laughs) (laughs) before I moved to Atlanta. So I moved here in last August. And since then, I have been to, you know, uh, numerous ATDC career fairs, numerous ATDC, uh, you know, startup battles competitions. Mm -hmm. And I think... Which is the... The Center for Development that's located yes. just across the street yeah. um, in the Center G building within Tech Square. So I yeah. think the, the best part of um, having Georgia Tech at the center of, at the heart of Atlanta is that everything is really accessible to you. Everything is almost like five minutes or 10 minutes walk to you. Uh, you can go to the main campus, you can attend the seminars that are going on there. You can write, as you mentioned, the, the ATDC buildings are right across the street. You can go there. Uh, even when I, when I moved here, um, I think in the first two weeks we had a trip to the to some of the companies and to some of the mm-hmm. in- incubation centers in ATDC. So I went to the Delta Airlines incubation center hangar, and then um, there was one. Um, I think it it was an Anthem's, uh, Anthem's incubation board. center, yeah. yeah. And like people are doing like really cool stuff there. They are using um, latest machine learning techniques, uh, AI, um, in fact AR and VR technologies in order to drive something really you know really some something that can actually be uh, good for the customers that that want technology to be in their daily lives mm-hmm. so that is definitely one benefit i'd say yeah 
Yeah, one thing on that note that we're really excited to announce and to launch is our Innovation Fellow Program. And so we're rolling that out this spring and available to new students next year. They'll be able to apply like they have for the TIGER program, but also apply for the Innovation Fellows Program, which will provide them with a stipend, but also a two-semester internship with one of the corporate innovation centers in Tech Square. So we feel like this is a great innovation, a great opportunity for our students who are really interested in working on projects with usually go-to-market projects within these companies and so that is something we're, we're going to expect probably about five five students who will be selected for this program so that's a great innovation and something hot off the presses that yeah. I can share with you today that so. is hot off the presses yeah, yes. and certainly I feel like a different differentiator yeah. um, that, that pairs well with all of our, our tech focus so I think we've done thank you all for kind of hitting all the detail of you know what makes us really special I really do think it is our, our culture our curriculum that focuses on tech without having to have that tech background mm -hmm. um, and then career services um, so at Georgia Tech one of the new taglines you know for main campus is creating the next mm -hmm. so we're gonna try something new here yes. and we're gonna wrap up with our final question what are you creating next and it can be as simple as like tonight I think I'm making like a pesto pasta with chicken <laughs> like what 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 are you getting your hands on? What are you creating? Parv. I think I... I and it can be homework, too, if it has to be. No, it's, it's not <laughs> definitely homework. But not maybe not today, but maybe on the weekend, I would try my hand with, like, first-time biryani. I have never cooked oh, biryani wow. ever in my life. Ooh. But I think I will try it on this weekend. Okay, and then I think yeah, I will come over this some weekend Some people have invited. I have three things. Um, on the program side, we are working in tandem with colleagues to develop a, um, a stronger and re-engineered re co-leadership development program. So that's something that I'm looking forward to creating on the program side. Something that we just created on the admissions side is we just launched our escape room for oh, our yeah. prospective students. <laughs> One of our current students um, had experience in that. And so as part of our um, visiting student experience, our, our prospects have the opportunity to participate in that um, um, that activity on campus. So that's been well received so far and I'm really excited about that. Um, the final thing that I'm creating this week is for all of our focus groups, I am making chocolate chip cookie cake. So mm. that is my big personal task. I didn't know for the they next were homemade, Katie. Yes, of course. Ooh. Always homemade. And you're bringing in some for us too? If there's leftovers, <laughs> you all are welcome to have them. But we'll students come first as you be know. Left I know. So. They, they really do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and um, for me, I would say from a career services standpoint, um, we have a fantastic new leader. He would cringe at me saying this, um, but uh, who had us go through and kind of do a strategy session um, back in the fall to figure out what kinds of things we can be doing to continually innovate and improve things for our students. And so I'll just give the little tidbit that we've got some things in the cooker. We're hoping to <laughs> um, have maybe some additional e-learning components for our students during the summer and just continue to make sure that we are bringing, bringing it hard and bringing the best <laughs> to our students. And so that's something I look forward to seeing um, over the coming months. And then um, personally, I um, have been motivated to do a some vision casting. So I think I'm going to create a vision board this weekend. I'll let you know how that goes. I love it. I can't wait to see it. All right. Thanks again for joining us here today. Um, that does it for this episode of The Intersection. Join us next time. Thanks. <laughs>